In Victoria, the meetings are sale and Colac today. Harry White will join us shortly to have a chat about the sale car. But first of all, we're going to get a rundown on the track conditions and weather conditions with uh, track manager Josh McKinley. Good morning, Josh. Morning. How are you going? I'm well, thank you. Uh, your uh, your weather, did you just have a, a, a downgrade? Your track, I noticed, soft six now. Yeah, I had it up as a five early this morning. Um, since that time, we've had about four mil of rain, so it's uh, decided just to downgrade at that one rating. What is the weather forecast for the day? Uh, we're forecast for more rain, but just looking at the radar, it's very scattered, so whether we get it or not is, a, is another question. Okay, so soft six at the moment, and what about your rail placement? Uh, rail's back in true. It's, uh, we've got some pretty good ground there. Okay. So any uh, thought of if the track either stays at the soft six it's at or even potentially deteriorates, anything to look for in, in track pattern? No, it should be pretty good. Like We've got six metres of fresh ground there, so with smaller fields today with already a few scratchings, they uh, should hold the rail and um, shouldn't get into too much rough stuff. Do you get the opportunity to have a look at the fields, uh, have a tip for the day, any inside information from the locals? Yeah, no, I'm not a punter, mate, so I'll stay away from that. <laughs> Number one job's looking after the track. Um, thanks for joining us this morning, and I hope it all goes smoothly today at sale, Josh. So do I. Thank you very much. Josh McKinley, who's the track manager at uh, at sale today. Uh, Harry White joins us to uh, have a look at the the program uh, today. So there you go, fresh news. The track uh, downgraded, a little bit of rain hanging about, but at this stage we're looking at uh, at the soft six. Uh, Harry, good morning to you. Good morning, Dan. So um, it's only a minor downgrade, but sale's one of those tracks that they can uh, they can use a bit of the track once it starts to deteriorate. Yeah, they can, and we also know sometimes it can be advantageous to be up on speed in the rail. So I think best to tread warily early, um, see if there is any sort of pattern, and obviously we'll watch that weather in case there is another downgrade, but I've obviously looked at horses that don't mind getting their toe into the ground a little bit. Well, Julia Sandu's got two runners today. He joins us now to give us an update on his runners. Good morning, Julius. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm very well. Before I get stuck into these two horses here, I can't let it go by without, you know, just getting an update on, on Lofty Strike. Understand you've sent him to the paddock? Ah, oh, yes. He's out having a bit of a break. I think uh, there's been lots spoken about, and, uh, and uh, yeah, it was uh, fair to say that it was a tumultuous and devastating couple of days leading into it and two days after. But, uh, it, uh, you know, we, we move on. We've uh, given him an opportunity to go out and have a bit of a holiday and uh, let him just, uh, uh, you know, have a nice break and come back and we'll see what happens from there. One thing I, I would have uh, noticed, I think, and would have been obvious to you, the support that you had, um, uh, you must have got well wishes from a lot of people really feeling your pain there for the horse not being able to get in the race. Probably some f some uh, friends and supporters you didn't even know you had. Um, yes, uh, fair to say I got uh, a lot. You know, there's a, there's a lot of... It, it gave... Uh, uh, I did say... I, I can't remember who I was speaking to, but I had a bit of a chat with a couple of people, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was overwhelming. It was uh, humbling in many ways, uh, the people that have reached out and... Uh, and just a kind word uh, at a challenging time. It was a challenging time for all of us, you know, just not just me, the stable, the owners, uh, 
the jockey I felt for Jamie. I mean, he was one of the first people to message me as the race was being run or over, and I, I was in the stable with the horse. I didn't get to see the race, so I chose not to. I just spent some time with Lofty Strike in his box during that time, and and uh, Jamie messaged me, uh, just checking in to make sure I'm okay, which, uh, you know, I thought was um, uh, uh, a testament to the kind of guy he is. I mean, he had the worst day ever. He had two group rides and both got scratched, so... Uh, you know, it was just, uh, it was, uh, wasn't was uh, pretty for him or for us, but we move on. And, and what sort of size spell does the horse have? You got in mind to bring him back for Melbourne in the spring, or is there something maybe? Yeah, other? yeah, I think he'll probably have about six weeks, and uh, we'll bring him, we'll give him a, we're going to stop, we'll stop, and we'll bring him a good, uh, give him a good break and bring him back, and uh, we'll go from there. Oh, well, I hope it goes smoothly. I'm sure everyone agrees with that. Uh, you're heading off to uh, sale today. You've got uh, two runners there, Julius, and, and one's, uh, well, progressive uh, perhaps stayer because you're going from a mile uh, yep. right up to 2,200 metres today with uh, Mail, who's number three in the first race. Yeah, he's, that's the indication he's giving us. I mean, uh, he didn't have the best of luck at, um, at um, um, his last run when we went uh, we tried him at Cold. a mile. We got. We went. Yeah, we went to a uh, to a track that seemed like it was a bit leader biased. We wanted to get closer to the pace, and there was all kinds of stuff going on there, and everybody wanted to get there. So he got bumped and chopped out, and all the rest of it. He didn't give me much of an indication that day as to any specific preferences of what he wanted. But um, the one thing that I am getting back home consistently is that uh, he seems to be the type of horse that wants. The other runner is Glacier Grey, who's a first starter by Frosted. So I'm gathering mm-hmm. there's a fair bit of grey in the colour there. But I notice also there's a bit of a nibble on the tab. Fixed odds, $15 into $10. Um, yeah, I think he's quite well related. The odds is both his brothers have run pretty good races. But uh, um, Seb Singh and Seb Silk and Seb Song are pretty nice horses. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's taken his time. I've given him plenty of time to mature and... Uh, and, uh, you know, get him to the races. Um, uh, the positive that I do have is that I was looking for a track with a little bit of giving it only because skeletally he was immature coming through and uh, we've given him time to be able to kind of mature, develop and, uh, and the rest. So we found a wet track, which is good. And uh, uh, I'm optimistic he'll run well. Well, it might sound like an old wives' tale, but I'm sure you've heard it many times over the years for some reason that grey horses seem to handle wet tracks better than other coloured horses. Well, yeah, I don't know if I subscribe to that, but I certainly (laughs) think that this block will handle it. He's he's given me every possible indication in the way he's galloped and how he's handled himself from a former surface to one with a little bit given it that this is his preference. So, uh, you know, we've tried, uh, he's been entered and scratched a couple of times because I was waiting for something that had a bit of given it. It certainly looks like I'm going to get that today. So, uh, you know, the horse is going to get what he prefers. Uh, hopefully he puts out and, uh, and uh, you know, gives us uh, the kind of um, performance that we're hoping he'll get on a softer 
So you've got two runners. One's at $4.60 and the other's at $10. And I'm feeling like we should have something on the $10 shot. Uh, yeah, yeah, if I had uh, if I had $10 in my wallet, I'd be putting it on him. On Glacier Gray at the $10. Well, I don't think those double-figure odds will, will stay around for too long. Now a soft six at sale. It was downgraded just a short while ago. Julius, thank you for coming on and, and wish you the best of luck today. No problem. Thank you. Julius Sandu there with his two runners today. So a bit of a push there, Harry, for the uh, for the debutant in, in uh, race uh, number four. But the uh, first event on the card, it's a staying race, 2,200 metres, but only the six that are in it. Such a dude from the Greg Urell stable as the $2.70 favourite from uh, six commando drift at 280. And number three male, trained by Julius, is at $4.60. I didn't know you were having Julius on. That's good. I like both of his runners today, Dan. Um, I'm with Mail. Solid off a wide run, two back at Packenham in a handy form reference race, which left him, uh, which led to him being backed well start, last start at Colac. I just don't think he was suited to that track. Forgiving of that effort up in trip could suit. I concede it's somewhat unknown uh, as to whether uh, he'll run this trip out because he was over the mile last start, and we don't know about a... Um, a wet track either, but I reckon they should lead on him, uh, and he's who I've landed on. Such a dude was just one pace to the line at Ballarat, but uh, good enough for a race like this. Bit of extra trip won't hurt. He's favoured in the market. Commando Drift should strip fitter from a first up run over the mile, and then I've just got Coleridge in, who looks the better of the remaining runners. Three, four, six, one. Three, four, six, and one, race one. Males at $4.60, number three. In the second event, this is the maiden over the 1400, and the scratching is five and 10 and 11 and 12 come out as well. So five, 10, 11, 12. Number nine, Grappa de Moscato's at $2.40, heads the market. 4.40 for Flickety Flick, number two. Then $5 for eight bidding and 5.50 Marco Spider, number three. Well, number five uh, was a late scratching. That was my original on-top selection. So a little bit of a spanner in the works, but we'll go with bidding now, who's been jumping out well. Importantly, has done most of her racing on soft tracks. I think kicking straight off over this trip's ideal. There's an option to be prominent. She gets her chance to knock off the favourite, Grappa Di Moscato. Blinkers on. We'll appreciate the rise in trip as well as the give in the track. It's just her racing pattern. It usually leaves it all for her to do from the back. Um, that's a gripe. Flickety flick has to be a query stepping up to 1,400 metres. But, you know, play devil's advocate. Maybe that's the key to this horse improving. Marco Sparta now gets promoted into my numbers with that late scratching. 8923. And that uh, horse that was a late scratching, 10 to 10, was uh, 9.05 due to the track downgrade. It went from a 5 to a, a 6. In race number 3, and this is the 1,200-metre uh, maiden plate. The <coughs> scratchings are 4 and 7. Uh, number 2, Italian Poet, $2.60. 3, Kemi, $3.50. And then out to $5, Royal Raff. Italian Poet, 7 starts, still a maiden. Um, he's run some ripper races in in his career to date, but why is he still a maiden? I actually uh, have been in his corner a few times in the past, Dan, and he's run well in stronger races, sometimes got a little bit too far back and finished off in a bunch finish. I think this is the day. He's my best bet. It's the weakest maiden field he's tackled to date. I like him back to 1,200 metres. He was handy and faded over 1,400 metres last start. Relishes the wet track. Blinkers on. 
I just think he wins. Wolf Rain at a bit of a price. I've chucked in for second. She's been freshened. Had a tough run on a heavy 10 track at Cranbourne. That meeting ended up being abandoned. But she does get through the wet, and I'm expecting her to lead and give a sight. Kemi, uh, I batted up for on debut. Was okay. Jump outs prior were quite good. I reckon we can certainly give him another go because the ability's there. And then Royal Wrath, yet to race beyond 1,000 metres. So that's, that's the query. But he'll be forward. So if you're keen, you won't die wondering. But I think... Uh, dare I say, Italian poets race to lose. Two nine three five. Two nine three and five. Two dollars sixty fixed odds. Italian poet at the moment. We've seen him go well in uh, in wet ground before. Race number four on the eight event card at Sale. Incidentally, the first race kicks off there at one twenty. Race four, scratch number eight. And a number of horses in single figures here. First starter is Mr. Traffic Canty from the Hayes Yard, 3.20. Six, Chateuse at 3.90. Uh, 5.50 for seven, GBS. $7.01, our link. Two, Turf Flyers at $7.50. And uh, the one that Julius uh, trains, Julius Sandu Glacier Grey, which I thought he gave a pretty good push to, is at $10. Yeah, well, uh, like I said, it's good you had Julius on. I thought I had a... A trick card up my sleeve here, Dan, because I've got a friend involved in the horse. Um, I was going to tell you all that the horse was scratched and was waiting for a wet track and uh, goes all right, but Julius already did that for us. Um, a recent jump out was solid, the stable's going well, and we're getting a price to find out if the horse has the goods. So I'm with Julius's runner, Glacier Grey. The other debutante, Mr. Traffic Candies, jumped out well at Flemington. It's a little hard to gauge, but he wasn't asked a lot. Chatouse comes through some strong maidens. I just query stepping back from 1,300 metres to 11 when the horse gets back, and wet ground's obviously a query. GBS is another horse I have some friends involved in. By all reports, is going well, jumping out well, just resuming off a long spell, but I think she can win. Good luck to the uh, GBS boys, but I'm with Julius's debutante, four, five, six, seven. Four, five, six, and seven. First leg of the main quality race, number five at sale, and the scratchings are four five and seven uh, so just the six runners at the moment but in a spirit number one ma eustace camp two dollars ten is the popular pick ahead of six morning melody at 390 i think they're the two i'm happy to trim up with in the quaddy the top four in the market all like to be prominent and running so i'm just thinking maybe it's a tactical affair more than anything um, on face value, Morning Melody was disappointing first up, but I'm a forgiving type. I want to stick with her based on prior form. She doesn't have to lead. She can hand up, park off them, upper shade and trip, wet ground, the query, but she's a backable price. To beat Inner Spirit, who dropped back to a 58 last start and got the cash, I think he can win, just short enough in betting for mine. I'm cheeky. Uh, well, winning form is good form. Chasing three on the trot at this track and has to be in the mix, but... They did let him lead without pressure and pinch the race from the front last time. I just don't map that as happening here. Rolling Moss has a weight swing on I'm Cheeky from last time they met three runs back. Next best, 6132. Race six, number five is the scratching. And the favourite is one Art Major at $2.80. Three Iridescas at $3.30. And then six fifty for number four, Johnny Buccaneer. Let's inject some value into the quaddy. Well, hopefully. Victory Colours, number seven. Um, comes off a last start maiden win over the mile at Stony Creek. On the back of a good effort here over 1,700 metres on a heavy track. Query is the trip, but he'll be prominent and he gets his chance to run it out. And we're getting a price. The horse who narrowly beat Iridessa last start subsequently finished four lengths off the winner in the Tasmanian Oaks. 
She won a 0-58 to 58 nicely prior. Her in second had over five lengths on the rest of the field. I think she can lead and prove hard to run down. Race favourite, Art Major. He had his chance last time out, but did run well. And Whispering Bob is the other runner I want to chuck into my quaddie. 73114. $12 for Victory Colours and uh, Ethan Brown. Um, he's riding all right at the moment. You won't be losing uh, any confidence with him on board. Yeah, he certainly is riding well. And he was aboard Victory Colours last start when it knocked off its maiden. So I'm glad to see him uh, sticking fat. Race 7 at sale. The scratchings are 2 and 8. Six uh, Tamatomo is at three dollars twenty. Uh, Four twenty about one Saradek and five. He's on form. Five dollars for number seven. Stats. So a smallish field, but it looks like there's a, a number of chances. Yeah, it's a tricky. It's probably the hardest race of the day, I reckon, Dan. From a tactical point of view, I want to be with Saradek, who resumes, loves it wet, maps the lead or near enough to. Treading warily because we've got uh, a four-kilo claiming apprentice on. They're still learning. But Matty Chadwick, well, he's given a good account of himself in uh, six career rides to date. From a value point of view, Ripplebrook appeals. He was good at track and trip two back, got caught wide last start, so forgive that. Race favourite, Tamatomo, hard fit now third up, will be running on. He's on form, is lightly raced, seems progressive enough to measure up and win again after knocking off a maiden last start here at track and trip on the heavy going. And I'm chucking in Seafield Road into this leg of the quaddy as well. One, three, six, five. One, three, six, and five, race seven. The last event, it's the Good Friday racing at sale, 15th of the 4th. So um, there, that's the big race day uh, on, on Good Friday at uh, sale. Uh, but the last event on the card, uh, this has been severely affected by uh, scratchings. Um, it's probably easy to let you know who is running, but I'll run through the scratchings. Uh, one, <laughs> two, four, uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, and fifteen. If you just switched on, I'm not reading out the bingo numbers. They're the scratchings in the last. One, two, four, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, fifteen. What's that leave us with? Five runners. Scorpius is the favourite, 230, and was also where Dean's uh, best today. Yeah, I'll follow Dean in. Dan, I think Scorpius looks hard to beat in what is now a small field of five. Uh, he's got good form around him of late. There is that little query about the back end of 1,400 metres, but even if he's slightly weak late, I just think he beats the others. Onslaught, who will lead, goes into the quaddy for insurance, gets in with just 56 after Chadwick's claim. Governor Landy, I prefer over Shorter. He is a perennial place getter, in my opinion, as well. So um, that's a knock. And then Ciciero Field looks just to be the best of the remaining two. 6, 5, 13, 7. 6, 5, 13, and 7 in the last event. So Scorpius for Harry White and also Dean uh, there in the last event. It's a long wait, though. That's at 5.20 this afternoon. Harry, what are your overall thoughts and best bets today? Uh, my best bet, race three, number two, Italian Poet. Value, race six, number seven, Victory Colours. Quaddy, first leg, just numbers one and six. Second leg, one, three, seven, fourteen. Third leg, one, three, four, five, six. We'll trim up the last leg with just numbers five and six. Play of the day, um, I want to just roll my best into Dean's best. So all up, race three, number two, Italian Poet, into race eight, number six, Scorpius. Well, sounds the way to go. Thanks for this morning and, and good luck today at sale, Harry. Thanks for having me, Dan.